Have you ever experienced something that was too good to be true, but it was true? Well, as we come to central moments today, we come to that kind of moment for Jesus' followers. It's the evening of the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And not only did they experience something that in their minds was too good to be true, but it was something that would redirect the course of their lives. This is true for all of us when we authentically and personally encounter the risen Jesus. If you haven't encountered Christ yet personally, your sins forgiven, his spirit, his resurrection spirit put in your life, I encourage you to open your heart to him today. Luke describes uh, this moment in uh, Luke 24 and verse 36. It says, while they were still talking about this, and the nature of that conversation was that two men that Jesus talked to on their way back to their hometown in Emmaus, after recognizing who Jesus was, seeing him in resurrected form, they ran back to Jerusalem and found the disciples and told them, we've seen Jesus. And while they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them. I mean, this was stunning. Uh, no door opened. All of a sudden, Jesus appeared in that room in his resurrection form. And he said, peace be with you. They were afraid. We know from other scripture verses describing this moment that they were, that they had the doors locked, that they were, you know, Jesus had just been crucified. Maybe they're going to come after Jesus' followers and do the same to them. So they were hiding, they were afraid, and Jesus shattered it all with that amazing word, peace. May give you peace. May, may peace be with you. And uh, not only that, verse 37 says, they were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. Like, like they couldn't believe their eyes. It looked like Jesus, seemed like Jesus, but uh, how could this possibly be? I mean, it was too good to even be true. So their first conclusion is, oh man, we're seeing a ghost or we're having a hallucination. But in verse 38, Jesus said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your mind? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself, Jesus said. And then he said, touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. This first of all reminds us that, that Jesus really did rise from the dead and he was saying, come. I mean, just touch my body. You can feel me right here. I have a resurrected body. It could pass through walls, but at the same time it was tangible. Even indications that Jesus ate with them. And so he was not just a ghost, but this was the kind of body that you and I will have when we rise from the dead ourselves. When Christ comes again, and all of Jesus' salvation will be fully consummated, not only in the transformation of our heart and the forgiveness of our sin, but someday our bodies will be changed and we will have a resurrected body like Christ that will be eternal. So the Christian faith has a very high view of the body um, and, and tells us that God has an eternal plan for our bodies. Our bodies aren't just going to be annihilated and eliminated when we die. There's not going to be the annihilation of self. Our souls will live on. But our bodies will eventually be reunited with our souls, or with our spirits. And uh, we will have this kind of resurrection body. So this is kind of a, a foretaste of this, just a glimpse into the future that you and I have. God has an eternal plan for your body. And then in verse 46, he told them, 
This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. But he doesn't quite stop there. He goes on to say in verse, the next verse, I'm going to send you, I am going to send you what my Father has promised, what the Heavenly Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. So this was the wonderful promise of Jesus. They experienced something that was too good to be true. They didn't even believe it at first. There was Jesus in his resurrected form standing right there. And in that moment, Jesus not only says peace, but Jesus says go. You're going to go. And he harnesses them into his mission. He partners with them into his heart that every person, every nation hear the gospel, that, that, that repentance for sins and forgiveness for sins be preached in his name to all nations. And he says, don't you dare try to start this alone. Don't, don't, don't charge out of this door right now and start doing this. But wait till you've been clothed with power from on high. And that was the gift of the Holy Spirit. That would happen on the day of Pentecost. So may, may the Lord Jesus just open us up today to the fact that because he's risen from the dead, you and I can have the power of the Spirit. You and I will have someday resurrected bodies. But until that day, he's sending us in these bodies all around the world. He's calling us to give away our money and send our best and brightest all over the world to reach people with the gospel. Why? Because Jesus is alive. Father, thank you for this. Let us hear, let us go, let us be clothed with power. As we interact with people today and tomorrow, we pray that you will guide us and help us to reach, oh Lord, people of all backgrounds, the friends in our friendship circles, in our circles of influence, those that we can touch. Give us grace today to be filled with your spirit and to say Jesus is alive to every nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 